You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I saw a meme a while ago that said there's nothing magical about January 1st. And I get that coaches and motivational speakers often say things like that because it's true. You can start any day. But I still think there's something magical about January 1st. I love January 1st. It's a blank page, a fresh start. There's something so exciting about it. Like, this is coming from the girl who still gets giddy around school supply season, back to school season, and I haven't been in school in uh, six years, so take that for what it's worth, but I love January 1st. As an extremely goal-oriented and motivated person, I, just, I love this time of year. I love looking back on what's happened in 2019 and using that to figure out where I want to be at this time next year. Every year, I'm so proud of what I've accomplished and then also have to laugh at the things that I thought would matter so much that ended up just being a blip on the radar. To be able to plan well for 2020, it makes the most sense to first look back at 2019 and do a bit of a recap to figure out what worked and what didn't. So that's where I'm starting today. In January of 2019, I was about six months into working for myself with no other day job. I had just committed to a mastermind without honestly knowing anything about what I was signing up for, which is hilarious in retrospect because of how much it's totally changed my business. And you can go back to episode five, why I joined a mastermind for more about that. So everything looked good on paper, but honestly, I was really floundering to understand my why and the bigger purpose of my business. And this is probably a podcast episode in itself, but um, I was really struggling and I was still thinking that I needed to be focused on weddings because I was told that's where the money was. But to be honest, that just didn't feel right. And it's not that I didn't love weddings. I did and I still do. But I would talk to my friends who also shot weddings and how they would like light up when they talked about it and said that, you know, I could do this every weekend and it would never be enough. It would never get old. I could not relate to that. I was really wanting to find not only that purpose that I mentioned, but also a way to build a sustainable business that worked with my life. And my life being raising two little people, prioritizing my marriage, not being gone every weekend, and again, feeling that purpose and that deeper meaning in what I do. Now, at the same time, I was about ready to do my first big commercial shoot, which again is insane because if you look at my calendar now, it's mostly branding and commercial. So, I mean, that's what can change in a year. It's crazy. My business has completely pivoted. In fact, in prepping for 2020 planning in this episode, I went back and looked. And in 2019, my commercial and branding projects actually made more money than weddings did. And... You may not understand that if you're not a photographer, but this is a huge relief because anyone in the photography industry will tell you that weddings are where the money is. And so feeling like that wasn't my thing, like it was a part of my business, but not my whole business, it felt like suicide in a lot of ways because I would be losing that income. And it like I... 
I mean, I could tell like when I would talk to people about, you know, stepping back from weddings or doing fewer weddings, I would kind of get that side eye like, but you know, that's where the money is, right? So it felt like self-destructive. Um, so to see that commercial projects brought in more than weddings in 2019 is a huge win. Uh, I also had the goal of reaching six figures in my business in 2019, which I actually accomplished in September. So another really big win, although to be honest, this is an area where I wasn't probably making goals from a place of much knowledge, which honestly up until this year has probably been the case Um, because I should have been able to tell that I was going to exceed that goal earlier than I expected, like if I had just looked. Um, But honestly, so much has changed this year. Um, when it comes to the strategy of my business, in large part due to the coaching that I've done, the mastermind that I've been in. So live and learn. Another win schedule-wise was that I took the summer off of weddings. Now, this wasn't really intentional. 2019 was just a goofy year for me, and I ended up booking weddings in the spring and fall first. And since I only book 10 a year, I basically closed my books before the summer weddings started booking. Um, I did have a super busy June. I had two weddings of my own and one that I associate shot for a friend who had a baby. But after that, I was done shooting weddings until September. This was amazing. I cannot tell you how incredible it is to not be shooting a 10-hour wedding in 95-degree July heat. Like, it is amazing. The summer is already so busy with other projects. Um, I was easily able to make that income up and I actually enjoyed my summer weekends. Like I had a life. It was amazing. So that's something that I definitely paid attention to looking into 2020. So now that we've hit on all the big wins of 2019, let's talk about the things that didn't go as well because there's plenty of them. (laughs) Aside from having a great summer schedule, from about September on, I felt like I was in a perpetual state of burnout. I had a ton of large commercial projects, personal branding sessions were selling like hotcakes, and I was simultaneously trying to launch this podcast and starting to think about my course, Insta Branding, which launched in November, and my mastermind, which is still unrolling and kicks off in January. Plus, I was back to shooting weddings. Simon was starting preschool. I was traveling a little bit. It was just way too much. Um, And I I mentioned Simon starting preschool, but in general, in this episode, I'm not even really talking a lot about like the personal side of things. Like I am still a person with a life (laughs) and sometimes I forget that when I'm planning for my business. And so um, just a little reminder that like there's stuff happening behind the scenes too, right? That I'm not necessarily talking about. So all things combined, I was just in this perpetual state of burnout. It was insane. Um, I was starting to fall behind in email gallery delivery, uh, and just a lot of back-end stuff that needed to get done. Thankfully, I have my assistant, Kenzie, to help with a lot of this, but it doesn't change the fact that I was just in a burnout cycle that honestly only recently ended. Like, it was probably late November before I felt like I could breathe again. This is a huge area that I need to address in 2020. In fact, it's probably the biggest thing because it affects everything not just my happiness, but the way that my business is able to function. For a business that mostly gets new clients from referrals, I need to be serving the crap out of my current clients or that model fails. 
So every late email, every late gallery, every miss, and I had plenty this year, can be detrimental to my business. And I think sometimes we forget that, at least I forget that, but it's so true. So this is really the main thing that I'm addressing in looking at 2020 planning. Like this is the thing that I'm kind of holding everything up to um, to make better decisions for next year. I'm so pumped to jump into everything that's in store for 2020, but first I want to take a break to let you know that this episode is sponsored by the MP Mastermind, which is now enrolling. This is a mastermind and group coaching program all rolled into one, which means that not only do you get high-touch coaching with me, you also join a group of incredible women who are in a similar place in their business where they are ready to massively grow their business and their impact. The MP Mastermind is a six-month program beginning January 20th for women who want to build a brand that easily attracts dream clients. As a member, you get access to a Facebook community with monthly guest experts and member show and tell, bi-monthly group coaching calls that you can easily attend from the comfort of your couch, monthly private coaching with me, and a group retreat in April. You guys, the mastermind I joined exactly a year ago has changed my business for the better. I'm confident that I would have been able to do a lot of the things that I've done this year with or without group coaching, but never in a million years would I have done it all in one calendar year. Never. There is something so magical about a group of women that you can build community and connection with to hold you accountable. If you're ready to head into 2020 with a group like that, we would love to have you in the MP Mastermind. You can head to maddiepashong.com mastermind to learn more and apply, and we'll also put a link in the show notes. Back to the episode. Now for the fun part, let's talk 2020 planning. Full disclosure, I recently did a full day planning session with my business coach where we literally mapped out all of 2020 in a lot more detail than what I have time to get into today. And there are some things that I just can't share quite yet because where's the fun in that? But this is a really good high level look at everything that is to come in 2020 and what changes need to be made for me to get there. So the first thing that I needed to address in 2020 is the issue of time and burnout. Yes, making six figures is great, but not at the expense of my sanity. I need a way to hopefully make the same amount of money, um, honestly more if everything goes according to plan, right? Because we're growing, we're scaling um, without wanting to die by July. So the first way that I know how to make this happen is to seriously scale back on the amount that I'm shooting. More often than not, I mean, honestly, in every single case, burnout came when I was shooting too much. That was directly related. So for 2020, I'm currently planning on five weddings. These are already on my books and I will likely not take any more. I'm shooting these in February, June, September, and October. I'm also raising my prices for 2021 weddings that I'm booking uh, currently so I can continue to take a small amount of weddings but still make it worth the time that I spend on weddings because they are just, it's just a higher touch service as it should be. This actually makes me really excited because I have some really cool ideas for how I can better serve these people and being at a slightly higher price point will really help with that. 
As far as other types of photography, I'm taking about 12 branding sessions, which is about one a month, and six larger commercial shoots, which is about every other month. I know that I need to get better about protecting my calendar. We've talked about this in a past episode. If this year has taught me anything, it's that there is so much business out there. There is an abundance of business, and I do not need to be in a constant state of feast or famine. Even though it's hard, I do need to say no sometimes. So I'll be really paying attention to making sure that jobs totally align with what I want from my business and that they're placed on the calendar in a way that doesn't completely run me down. As far as shooting, that's it. Now, I'll be honest, there will undoubtedly be things that pop up. For example, I have a couple of companies that I work with on a regular basis. When they have new hires, we'll do headshots for them. And I really enjoy doing that, even though it's a much smaller one-off project. Um, I also have clients who have been with me for six plus years who I still do family photos for, even though I'm not actively taking new clients. So There are exceptions for sure, but having these parameters feels so good and so freeing and I'm just holding on to that feeling knowing that as soon as inquiries start coming in, it'll be really challenging to stick to my guns, but I know I have to do it. The main thing I'm really focusing on in 2020 is my mastermind and group coaching. I have found such a love for connecting with other women in the beginning stages of their business and helping them in whatever way I can and in whatever they may need. So I'm really excited to focus on this really heavily next year. I'll also be continuing on with Insta branding, which is my course currently in its first round. So once that ends, um, I'm, so I'm taking some time off after the first round wraps in late January to go through how everything went and make any tweaks that I need. And then that will launch again at a higher price point in April. I'm still planning on selling presets in 2020, but I'm only offering the Essentials mobile pack and the desktop pack. I feel like I had too many preset options and it was more confusing than helpful, so I've scaled back there too. I may still do seasonal preset releases for limited times, but in general, it just needed to be simplified. So this is something that is more passive for me at this point, so I have some monetary goals around how much I want it to be bringing in each month, and honestly, I'll need to spend some time working on those funnels So that actually happens. Um, This is really my first time working on a true passive income funnel. So I'm excited, but definitely nervous to see how it goes. So we've talked about all of the current revenue streams in my business, which are photography, education and courses, and presets. But in 2020, I'm wanting to add to those streams a bit. And there are a few things in the works that I won't be talking about quite yet. But one of the things that I can mention is monetizing the podcast. Very meta. (laughs) I've mentioned mostly on Instagram and in the Take It Personally Facebook group that this is a goal of mine because I love creating these episodes and I would love to get paid for the time that I'm putting in. Podcasting is not a super lucrative business up front. Um, For many, it's not super lucrative ever. And I know that, and that's not why I'm podcasting. I'm truly doing it because I enjoy it. I wanted a project that was fun. Um, It gives me another platform to reach people and grow my business. However, like with anything, if I could also get paid and then therefore have time to create more episodes or better episodes, that would be amazing. 
So because of this, one of my goals for 2020 was that I wanted one podcast sponsor at a certain dollar amount every month. And I'm so excited to say that that partnership is in the works. Um, I guess at this point it's finalized, but it will be announced January 2nd. I'm still looking for more sponsors at different levels throughout the year, but having this one already established before 2019 is even over is a huge win and honestly makes me feel so good about what I'm creating. So I'm really excited about this. I have put a lot of thought into the type of sponsor that I want that really aligns with my audience, which is both local and not local, and these guys are literally a perfect fit. So I'm so excited to announce that in January. Lastly, since I'm coaching myself this year, not coaching myself, but I am a coach this year more on a more ongoing basis as opposed to the individual coaching sessions that I did in 2019, I actually have goals set for clients as well. So this gets me really excited because certainly while there are a million factors, a big goal that I have for most of the women in the mastermind is to be able to make a consistent income in their business that gives them more freedom, whether that's to save money, to quit their day jobs, whatever. That said, I want to coach several clients in 2019 who hit consistent $5,000 months with a couple of $10,000 peaks and have at least two clients who hit the $10,000 a month mark. This is obviously important, not just because I, I already care so much about these women, like they are so incredible and their businesses are amazing and I see so much potential in them but also because this is the first round of the mastermind. So I want it to make a really big impact for these people. So they continue to work with me and to refer others to this group. So there's a lot riding on this. So I'm really excited about these goals. They're scary, but I know that they're attainable. I know that we can do it. And it feels really exciting to potentially be able to affect other people and their businesses in a really big way. There's so much more to what we're doing than money, but I also think that the money side does need to be talked about because money creates freedom, and that's really what we all want. Oh, this got a little long-winded, and honestly, there's so much more that I could say about what 2020 has in store, but honestly, these are the high points and the things that get me really excited when I think about next year. Even though this sounds like a lot, and it is, It's a different kind of a lot, and in a lot of ways, it's substantially less than a typical year, specifically shooting-wise. So while it feels strange to pull back from that part of my business, I'm excited to hopefully reach more people through the education side of my business and just set better boundaries in general so I can make sure that when I am shooting, I am all in and I'm providing a top-notch, high-quality service that I can be really proud of and not burn out on. And then in the time that I'm not shooting or not working, I can be a present mother, a present wife, um, and just live my life in a really big way and not completely revolve around work. Even though I love work and even though I probably work, you know, more than the average person and I'm totally fine with that, I, I know that I need to have space in my life. So that's really what I'm looking to create in 2020. And I hope that you hold me to it. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. For the show notes from today's episode, head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com. And if you have a minute, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. This is a great way for us to really understand what you like about the podcast and what we can do more of to better serve you. 
If you enjoyed this episode, there are a couple ways you can continue the conversation. Head over to the Take It Personally Facebook group and join in the conversation there, or take a screenshot of your podcast player and share it on social media. Be sure to tag either Maddie Pashong or Take It Personally Podcast, and we'll be sure to share the love. Thanks, guys. See you in the new year.